Welcome to episode 16 of a Humanistic Perspective podcast. I'm your host, Ethan Castilla, joined with Jonathan Dufresne. And, uh, wow, is that what you like? Let's start off with it. So, today will be a fun episode, uh, but <laughs> let's just get right into it. Hey, Johnny. Yeah. What do you prefer now that people call you? Like, what was the name you said? Johnny, Jonathan, or Jake? Jake is what I'm most known for, and that's what a majority of people will always call me, I feel like. Jake. Is Jake. What do you think Jake Big portrays? Like, when I think of Jake, I think of the guy from State Farm. <laughs> that's what a lot of people think of. Jake but, like, from I State also Farm. just don't think, like, yeah, okay. So, like, what do you prefer now? Now you're Jonathan. I don't know. I, I, it's, it's, it's kind of weird because, like, I've always wanted the, the dream of, like, after I graduate college to, like, retire the name Jake. Yeah. And go for my professional name, Jonathan. And if someone were to call me Johnny or John, but it's, it's spelled J-O-N, not J-O-H-N. That's what a lot of people get wrong. And also my last name is almost impossible. Do frenzy? I couldn't say that. Dufresne. How long did it take till I got your name right? Oh, so long. What did I call you always? Dufresne or Dufresne? You said that a lot. That's what a lot of people say, though. For anyone that knows me, you definitely said my name, Jake Dufresne, before you said Jake Dufresne. Only a few people have ever done that. The only people all came from one place, Pittsburgh, because there's a Duquesne University that's spelled the exact same way that my last name is spelled, but instead of with an F, it's with a Q. You say it the same. You you don't say Duquesne or something. (laughs) You say Duquesne. Uh, and it's yeah. so so <coughs> anyone yeah. from Pittsburgh always got that cool. right. Well, that's sick. So yeah, I think let's just dive in. Uh it's been what? 6 months now since you first come out to Chicago. Yeah, wow, it's been Okay, so I came in like end of Augustish, like probably around August 20th. I came to of 2020. 2020, August 2020. Wow. 820 2020 okay what did the how did you get out here why are you out here tell everyone why you're out here how did you get out here um well i've tell them about like let's just hear the last four like you know like the last year in in, or in college okay or maybe after that like what went okay what went on to get to a point of like where you're where you're here now oh okay that's a okay yeah that's a good question so the year prior to when I graduated, I went to, uh, as I've said before on this podcast, I went to Europe for uh, an opera program that I did there. And how long were you there? Okay, see, I didn't even... Okay, now I understand. I was there, I was there for about a month. Wow. Um, I explored all different types of the Tuscany region of Italy. Um, I went to Pisa, where the leading tower of Pisa is. Um, Florence... What? Is it really leaning? Leaning? Yeah, it does lean. Yeah, it was specifically, there was a specific way that they built the structure that was able, I think it was like specifically around like the wood and also, but yeah, it's it's unlike anything that I had ever seen. And it made me realize that I had like completely narrowed my worldview. Imagine, like I've spent like my entire life up until that point in Ohio. I went to China for like a week in 2013. Go SCPA Corral 2013. 
Um, but yeah, that was the only time that <laughs> I... <laughs> um, but that was the only time that I ever explored somewhere outside of the US. And my entire life I spent in Ohio. And then I went to Italy and I realized... I knew nothing about the world. Yeah. It's, you, you know, you know, you, you <laughs> yeah. truly like you think, you know, everything. And right. then you go to a different country and you realize you don't know anything. Yeah. Yeah. I because you that's... don't know. Cause I didn't know when I first went there, I didn't know a single bit of Italian at all. I knew buongiorno, which is means good day. And that was pretty much it. And by the time I left, I was able to have a conversation with an Airbnb host that only spoke Italian. Wow. It, you just had to pick it up. Did you think you had to pick it up? You were exposed to it always. You were always surrounded with it, just like you are with English. So if you're constantly being exposed to it, it's just exactly like anyone else gets like learns a language. Was that like? Uh, did that make you anxious? No, it was actually quite. Uh, it was quite entertaining, honestly. It was. It was perfect for me because my entire life, I feel like I always have been like. I guess like. Like, I always love planning out what I'm going to say to people. So that way I can, like, say you it in a good that way. the first time you came here. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, so language was great because I could say things exactly the way that it's pronounced, you know? Because Italian is a very, there's a flow to it. There's, you know, it's not like our language. I mean, we do have stresses, you know, in our language, but they have a flow, like the way that you say words. It has to have a specific stress on a specific syllable right but overall like do you think like that really made you that open it your changed eyes? yeah it changed my worldview it made me want to explore so much more yeah. that i had to th th that i had forced myself to say no i don't want to do that i want to focus on music and only learning about music and that's what made me realize i was like i had not expanded my own interests and it was it just made me realize that like i don't need to do opera for the rest of my life just because i chose to do it at 18 sure that was like the true realization that, that I had, ironically, while doing a sh And it wasn't the program that was the bad thing. It, it wasn't. It was an amazing program. But it was just me realizing I had limited my, and narrowed my view of the world, of what I wanted to do and what the world has to offer. And I want to just continue to explore what the world does have to offer. And I think that's just one of the main staples is realizing like, you know, if anyone has shown me, it's that you can change so fast. You can learn. You can be different. I think in our the, the society in which we live in, it's very much so like everyone thinks you're always the same. Like what you were a year ago is what you're going to be for like the next 10 oh, years. Oh, hell you know? no. And like it's so crazy to see how much you can accomplish and change. And um, just those respects of, again, opening your eyes. Like everyone, I feel like I am even just so focused on like a small part of my world in which like I know for a smaller period but I think if anyone show me truly it's anyone can change very fast uh with you like let's go okay so now see well, yeah yeah so so I go through my senior year realizing oh I want to do things like music production because I love doing that and stuff like that and I tried you know getting in touch with different people to see what avenues I could go down and eventually I um eventually I, when when I was rehearsing for my last opera and I performed it on March 1st, 2020, and then me, Chad and Dom, we all went on a, a spring break trip to Chicago where we stayed here. Really? Yeah. We At, did that? 
Yeah. Wow. Wait, was that the time you guys yeah, were coming we, out for Chad's birthday? No. no. That was way before that. This that was, was at, literally was when, that when, COVID, when COVID hit on March 11th, we were in sh- downtown Chicago. Remember? Was Dom here too? Yes, Dom was here. Is that you when guys remember, we met, remember, we met your Victor? uncle, right? Yeah, we met we met my uncle. That's when you had the amazing brownies. That's when you had the Luminati's, that everything. And then we went yes. to the Museum of Science and Industry. And yeah. then we watched and then and then we went back to the hotel room. And did I ever see you? Yes, you did. We uh you said you went to Smokies with us, you went to Starved Rock with us. Um I'm trying to think. I remember that. I remember that now. Yeah, I don't remember that at all. And what was I doing during that time? Uh, you were just working, and that was <laughs> pretty much what? it. No, you were working on Silver Wings. Like you always had your buses with you, no matter where you went. Like you had one of your buses whenever you were driving. That that's what your vehicle was <laughs> at the time. It was for so long. I was working. I was dedicated. I was pulling all nighters. Like I was growing that shit. Me, I was so poor. Me and Dom were in your your room now, your yeah. room, and then you were outside. See on, on a oh yeah, yeah yeah I remember. Was this at Sumac? No, no. it was all here. What at the this place? Fuck? Yeah. Yeah, 100%. there was there was one night that I think someone else was sleeping on mine, and then. I slept on the old couch that you guys had, the one that the gray one. Yeah, the gray one. Damn. But, where, all right. So where where is this going? So so like. <laughs> what, oh, sorry, sorry. No, well, we I just digressed for a while. It's totally fine. <laughs> well, uh, after that, I you know I was just kind of in a I didn't know what to do with my life because I was and just you're living in Ohio at this time. Yeah, I'm living in an Ohio at this time. So is that the first time I was introduced to you? you no. First time was technically 2018. When I came out for spring break 2018. But you barely said hi to me then. (laughs) Really? What what was your first interpretation of Ethan? I thought he was very quiet. Quiet? (laughs) (laughs) Because as soon as I... You you were like, Jake, this is my brother Ethan. And Ethan was just like, hey. (laughs) And then you just went on your merry way. You just like looked at me. You didn't even smile. You just were like, hey. (laughs) <laughs> it was hilarious but anyways okay so i <laughs> what are you thinking when you first met jake what was your first interpretation i just hated your friends <laughs> why i don't know i just thought <laughs> i just thought school was so fucking stupid <laughs> so the people would be too yeah like shout I... out to victor because i miss but they him. were awesome he guys. was on that trip. i love them victor. no victor was cool Dom scared me. Jake, I was laughing at. But now now you like them all. Now I love them all for all their differences so much. Truly. I think Ethan, you're, Ethan's funny. I think he's like much like a German shepherd. He's very hesitant at first. A hundred percent. Yeah. And then he has to warm up. But that's not a bad thing. Yeah, it's not a bad thing at all. But I also am bo- like I trust people. So like, but like I, yeah, if, the, if people do. are good, I re- like I'm like I think highly of them until yeah. I build that trust. And then as soon as you do things, let it go down. Then it's like okay. that's when it sucks. Yeah. But yeah. So no, okay. So like you're getting through there. Bam. That's cool. Okay. Now the next time. When was the next time? Why did you get out here? When did uh, I call well, you? Did I, I call went, you or did well, you call me? No. The the way that it went down was uh, I went out to celebrate Chad's 21st birthday. 
it, um, and I saw you again. You were working your ass off. I remembered, like you were working hella on the backyard for Chad's birthday, getting everything set up. It was that was an that was an awesome day. It was a very awesome day. Yeah, very very good day. But then you guys were initially just talking about the future, and I just I hated. What was the, the future? At I that hated. Point? Well, I don't know how much I can talk about it, but I mean, it's yeah. Is it played out? I mean, yeah, it's the entire project. I got you. Okay, duh. Okay, keep going. But yeah, and I was just very, I was very interested in just wanting to work with my best friends instead of just being at Ohio, working as an Amazon warehouse worker, which is what What the was jo- that time like? Oh, uh, it was horror. <laughs> I didn't even understand. I didn't even understand what was reality anymore. It felt like. Really? I just felt like I was in this just constant cycle of doing the exact same thing over and over again where i would get up at like around 11 a.m every single day then go to work by 1 30 stay there until 5 30 or 6 30 and then leave go hang out with dom and michael listen to steely dan and uh yeah that was pretty much and then i just would do that cycle over <laughs> and over again when did i first come out to ohio to meet everyone on the project you met them you uh, you Were came you out in September. Out there with me then? You came out in September. Were you working for me at the time? Yeah. Oh, already, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was already working for you. So so at so how I got there was eventually I just started becoming more interested within the podcast well not the podcast, but uh interested within working with you guys because I was more motivated working with my best friends than working for just someone that I have no idea who I'm working for. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and then I just and then initially I didn't know what 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 exactly was the plan. I just thought, "Oh, they're just going to call me whenever they needed for the project." And then you called me. I remember it was like August 13th, I believe or something. And you were like, "Hey, bro, I have this job opening at my company, and I think that you should take it." And you were very you were very you're very convinced. You're like, hey, listen, man, it's going to be awesome. We're going to be best friends. We're going to get to know each other. You know, it's going to be an awesome thing. We're really going to, you know, become best friends. <laughs> you were literally like walking me through like the next like few months. And I was just like in awe. But but I but I was like, oh, my gosh, wait, what? Am I going to have to move out there? And like you were like, I need a decision if you're going to be out here in like three days. <laughs> like no 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 no, no. i'm serious you were like i i i need an answer it was like tuesday and you were like i need it at least by maximum (laughs) friday i need to know otherwise i'm just gonna have to go with someone else and and i don't want to do that that? (laughs) yeah he literally said that that. that's fantastic (laughs) that's fucking funny because he really needed someone yeah he did yeah and he's like i mean yeah man it's no big but and then you were like, the the number one thing that I remembered though is you said if you come out here, I will make you successful. You said that. <laughs> I bet. I believe it. I still do. No, no, no. I do too, and that's the reason why I'm still out here. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then so I decided. I re- I realized that night it was funny because I was actually um, I was <laughs> I was in the middle of a hookup when you called me. <laughs> <laughs> and That's it was funny. it was hilarious because then my Tell date and I my, and so then like, my so then I hang up from the date and then I, I I hang up and I'm talking to my date I'm like 
my brother's best my best friend's brother just called me for a job offer and i feel like i needed to take it and we went through a pros and cons list (laughs) together and then they were like yeah literally the pros outweighed the cons so much in my head and so the next day i made the i made the decision that night at dom and michael's and then i started doing everything i needed to do quit my job at amazon boy did that feel good (laughs) holy crap that's awesome i can't tell you how incredible that felt to leave that job i felt like such a weight was lifted off of me i wanted to yeah and so i started packing and packing at least all the necessary things giving some of the some of my well a lot of my furniture over to dom's temporarily until it's ours we're, we're gonna get all new furniture oh ooh, okay that's fine with me yeah and uh but yeah it's uh then the new house oh perfect anyways so i then traveled out here five hours and then i started getting to work did you go through a training you gave me yeah yeah you gave me a training that's for sure <laughs> how many days was it it was uh it was a lot of days <laughs> like how many uh, it was like at least like three weeks three weeks probably yeah i mean it was a lot i mean it took at least like gosh like two i mean to get the whole process done honestly was like a month and a half probably <laughs> really i mean yeah but I mean, I was still able to do other work though. Yeah, like what were you doing? Well, I, I really was, don't remember, bro. Like, what was I doing during that time? Oh, you were working on a lot of green tree products, uh, uh well, projects at the time. Mm. So I was helping you out with those as well. Any mowings you had to do or anything? I also was. A, I, I mean, I was also a salesman too for green tree for a hot second for holiday lights. Which was awesome. Thank and then you. I helped Thank install so those. Much, and then bro. I also helped install those lights. It worked out you this were year. Versatile, team, yeah. Bro. Like I loved it. You grew in so many aspects. I agree. And I feel like I did so many different things. Like the end of twenty twenty was honestly, I mean, it, it it was great in the fact that I was just learning to do so many different positions all at the same time. You know? That's what I feel like was so rewarding about it, I feel like. But yeah, it it's been it's been amazing. You know, the holiday lights, I actually miss those. It's surprising. It's weird. Not saying I would love to do it completely full time, but it was definitely it felt like a great accomplishment. You know, sure. to put through hard ass work to get a really nice display out. It's it's rewarding. Yeah. It it's is. nice to Fuck do. Yeah. I understand now, Ethan, why you like doing like lawn and, and outdoor maintenance because it's like you get such a great sense of accomplishment. Like, look what this was before the lights I are did super it. Super fun. Well, the lights are even more fun. It's just, just because, so fun. Oh, I yeah. Love it. Oh, yeah. Dude, I'm. Yeah, that's, that's, gonna, that's a cool. It's a fun thing. Um, but it was it was it, it was amazing. Because did you I see was at learning- that point like what what was the point where like you really grew? Were there any points like where you were like like to walk me through like how were you feeling when you first got started like emotionally? Oh my gosh, it was insane. Like, what I was, was the having, first week. Like, I was walk having, me through the oh months. My gosh. Like, just go quick. I was having such anxiety the initial moment that I was here. It was ins- it, it was insane. It was probably it, it it wasn't anxiety like I but it was just 
I had never moved to a different state before. So I was just like, oh my gosh. But then two weeks in after, like by the time Labor Day happened, I was so seasoned, it felt like already started the, the, like two weeks prior i was such a different person from like i it was like a two it felt like a two-week training boot camp almost because i just felt like i was like really like really like using my time you know instead of just killing it and so september started to go we just continued to do you know more you know more stuff with uh silver wings and and then and then Green Tree was there a little bit. You were finishing off your, you know, your aerations and stuff like that. And, <laughs> yeah. And some of your lawn mowings and stuff like that. Oh, and you put <laughs> that September was also the time that you put um diesel or no unleaded in your diesel truck. <laughs> oh yeah, that was a fun time. All right. How no did worries. you let that one slide? Uh the gas station. And then, it was just a no. gas station. I don't know. I just fucking picked the diesel. I was at Casey's in Yorkville, and I was like, fuck. Yeah, I wasn't thinking. I was going too fast. That's when I need to slow down. You know, you make stupid decisions. Yeah, but you Ugh. know what? People make mistakes, bro. Yeah, it's all. 100%. What about the family? Like, when did you start connecting? Like, at this point, were you, did you feel like this was your house and you could do whatever you want? Uh... I felt comfortable. I felt comfortable. I didn't. I, I definitely didn't feel comfortable. Like I didn't feel like it was my home. I, I felt like I was on vacation for like the first three weeks. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. It honestly, it was interesting when you came home. That added a whole different, you know, flair to it. I feel like because like then I knew. Because then I was like, you know, I'm super familiar with you. At least I've known you the longest out of like, anyone. It felt here. like how it did during our college time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because like I had just started to get to know everyone that was around me. And the only person that I actually knew that was my connection to everything here <laughs> wasn't here. <laughs> so it felt like ironically I was in Ohio. Ironically, yeah, yeah, Chad was in Ohio when I we just switched places, literally. Like while you went to Michigan, we switched, you know, we just went in a triangle almost. That's you know? crazy. But wow. yeah, it was, uh, we did, I mean, I learned, I've, I, I've con- just continued to learn more and more about myself throughout like what I enjoy. And I feel so much more comfortable in my own skin, like happy with who I am, not judgmental at all and loving who I am as a person, not being insecure. Like mo- one of my favorite lines from a song that I continue to just I love the song. It's so good. It's a, uh, I'm sending my condolences to insecurities. And that's what I feel like. I like it's like the main thing that I did in 2020. Sure. I have some insecurities, but I feel like if I just continue do to you think l- your age has something to do with that too. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I think I've now realized like what time really does to a person. How old are you right now? 23 yeah how old was i was i 16 when you first came here no you were 17 17. all right how did you how how have you seen me grown so far Mm. you definitely have become wanting to have i or what have i what do you think i've gotten better on what do you think is like completely changed tell me you definitely i'd say you definitely are more open to learning knowledge on your own rather than through hands-on experience 
because I feel like you're always a person that loves to know knowledge like like initially like right there because you've learned a lot of things just from doing a lot of tasks you and then you know okay what's the best way like you're t- I mean you honestly you honestly teach me more than I feel like I've ever teached you to be honest because I feel like I've learned way more just within these past six months right six months than i learned in the past eight years even of my life because i feel like i really i've more things about myself not things about the world the world i feel like i'm starting to learn more things about the world because i'm curious about the world that we all live in that's that liberal arts degree i feel like too yeah to a certain degree to a certain degree i'd say <laughs> pun to a certain degree <laughs> I like that. um but yeah it's i i feel like i i'm i don't have as much anxiety anymore i i, I had very bad anxiety about the it. future well about the future but just in general about yeah well i feel like that's what anxiety is all about with depression you you're 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 always thinking about the past but if you're anxious anxiety you're always thinking about the future you're always thinking about what if this happens what if this like that's what i you just go into ferrari engine mode where you just get filled with you know when i performed i had a ton of that like every night i would always be up in my bed and i'd be like running through stuff in my head because i'd be like i don't want this outcome to happen so i'd always just be practicing in my head oh you see see that's what I've learned though about performing. That's the thing. Like performing for people was the least nervous I was ever. And, and it's interesting because when you get to that point, you just have to say, you just have to let it go. Whatever happens, happens because Truly. life theater, life theater is, is a beautiful thing for the fact that it, it's not something that is perfected. Mm-hmm. There's always things that always there's always mishaps. Improv. I always loved improv for that same reason. Yes, exactly. Actually, my, my good friend, or, or no, my cousin Katie Dufresne. Yeah, she was in a improv musical on on off Broadway. No kidding. Yeah, she actually lives here in Chicago. Oh, really? We should have her on. Yeah, 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 definitely. But uh, she was in Blank the Musical. So anytime people from the audience will give them suggestions of what the musical is about, and they'll just make songs off the top of their head. That's really interesting. Yeah, it's really nice. She does interior design now too, like really good interior design. She can decorate the house. The house, yeah, we need that. <laughs> no, seriously, we're gonna need it. I'm, uh, I'm not. Yeah. I don't have any. We need color schemes. Oh, I'm so excited too for us to finish the basement. Yeah. So, like, tell me, like, just tell. I want to just know, like, what are all your thoughts? Where are you seeing yourself? How have you grown? Like, where are you excited for the future? Like, tell me what's going on in your mind. Like the things I'd never get to know about you. Just oh, me. that's. I mean, I don't even know where to begin just with. Just start. That just start somewhere. I just out here in a, in a yeah not being in ohio it's like it's like half and half because i know I, I'm, I'm not alone because i know i always have you guys mm-hmm. but i don't know it's just like i guess i'm a person that i've realized i love talking to people even though for the longest time i've always been been a person that's been fearful of talking to people I've grown to like really enjoy just the the art of conversation. I feel like it's such a useful tool 
if you know how to use it, you can get a, you can do so many things in this <laughs> world. And yeah. I don't know, like I always just crave conversation. I love, and I, I feel like that's the reason why I love being on a podcast really is the art it's of conversation. Talking. It is art. Like if you can convey a message and use certain tonalities just to convey and like get someone brought in and like pull them in, you know, like just, just move the stuff around and make the things more active. You can really draw someone and direct it towards the exact energy of the outcome you're wanting. And that's what's so cool. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I just, I'm just very hopeful for the future. I know that no matter what now I, I will always be in the best of hands because I know that like I trust you guys more than I probably I'm more, I mean, as much as my own family, honestly. And that's only a few people that ever get that, you know, like, I don't know. Like I'm, I'd say I'm like, I'd say I'm pretty nice to everyone that I'm with, but the people that are close to me are pretty rare. It's like hard for me to open up completely to everyone. You know what I mean? That's always been something that I feel like has been a barrier. I think it was a barrier in my performing arts field. Cause I feel like if you open up, if you're such a person that opens up a lot, you're able to, you're able to just do that any time of the week. But and so, how did those change? Those emotions continue to change. Like, where did you start? Like, realizations. What do you mean by that? Just realizations of life-changing moments. Like, what are different things and acts that made you feel certain ways? I like, mean, for example, like walk me through. You're getting here. It's two weeks now the two weeks after that how did you grow from those weeks to weeks what did you learn i could you list i learned that well the thing is what do you mean skills just things and things you might have picked up i don't know i mean i guess i just learned a lot of just skills that you know you taught me from green tree those were insane i mean i feel like i was learning more and more about I think this is an interesting question for me. I want to know, because I think there's a lot of people that are listening to this that think that they don't know older people or people who are even older than them who are dealing or have dealt with autism. What was it like during your younger years? How has that shift happened in college? And then how has that shift happened post-college? Mm. And how is living with it now here in Illinois? And do you think working with Green Tree or anything you've learned from this time has helped you develop with those skills? Oh, okay. Yeah, that's good. That's good. That's uh, what I want to know a lot about because I think there's a lot of people who are younger who are getting diagnosed and maybe haven't had someone to look up to to yeah, hear stories. Yeah, yeah. Wow. For the first it, – it was always so hard for me to communicate with people when I was younger. I would always stammer, stutter, or, you know, really it would be hard for me to just even look people in the eye or stuff like that. I still have that to a certain degree. It was always hard for me to collect my thoughts or anything or understand questions that were being asked of me or, or sometimes I would just get so overwhelmed in, in a certain tests or something if it was a certain time period. That's why I always had to go into different rooms to take it for longer. That's why I was able to get the ACT actually for uh, extended time. That, that saved me. That saved me significantly. If I didn't have that, I feel like I would have been. But as it progressed it felt like it was fine like it was very prevalent in my early years 
Then it kind of went away Did as my childhood. Your, would you say it affect your educational life more or your social life more? Both. Both, yeah. Both at different times. Mm. I'd say that I was education was really hard for me uh, for all my early years, I'd say. Mm. Um, it was always hard. I also had bad teachers, though, so that's part of the reason. But then <coughs> by the time I hit ninth grade, when my parents got divorced, that was a true changing moment because i was also going through the autistic you know with puberty and autism together it's a very very interesting combo i'd say that definitely affected me i'd say i was i was going through a lot of weird emotions feeling feelings i was like thinking about them now just irritates me the fact that i even Mm. thought them you know that like if i got a certain amount of hugs of from people per day that was a good day but if i didn't interesting if i didn't get those hugs then i would have been pissed and or, yourself in that moment yeah i would have been pissed on that day like this wasn't a good day or something or interacting with people because like when i went to the okay so Whoa. so so by Whoa. so by seventh grade it's funny that you say this because i see parallels in lauren lauren does that Similarly. bro anyways keep going so like by the time the so i just want to backtrack for a second i was really into dancing that was a true turning point i feel like in my career or in my life when i started when i started learning how to dance that was i feel like the true turning point i had been you know dabbling and doing other things but dancing was like a whoa i really want to do that dancing is what you do and then i and then my mom heard about this performing arts high school in cincinnati we started doing a lot of dance classes acting classes singing classes everything you could think of off so that way i could get into that school i auditioned for it and i got waitlisted but then i got taken off the waitlist so i was able to go and i went 2011 10 years ago wow i was 10 years ago i was auditioning for it literally are in this 10 years ago in February. The next year, your car was built. <laughs> in next, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I literally just started performing. I mean, but but the thing is, is like when I went to that school, I, I, I wanted to be a different person. I wanted to, uh, I, I, <laughs> I wanted it to be my abandonment of, you know, my old self, quote unquote. I love that. And I wanted to be the cool How kid. How did you find the cool BW? Jake. BW? Yeah. How did you find that? Oh, it was just... Well, I mean, it's a huge music theater school, and a lot of my friends are, you know, a lot of my friends in high school were music theater people, and they also had a voice program, so I was like, okay, I'll give it a shot, and I was actually really impressed when I went there, just I loved the, I loved the hominess, I felt like, of that university, it like felt like, that's what won me over, that's what won me over, is like, this school isn't like trying to be insanely like anything grandeur grandeur but the thing is is the community i feel like of bw was what sold me is the the people because i feel like that's the thing that i love most about life is human connection you know human connection is the key to solving so many problems you know if you really think about like the reason why people do drug overdoses or do a lot of drugs is because they don't have enough human connection in their lives so they need that dopamine to come from something else Mm. you know truly and that's what my goal is throughout my entire life and i feel like that's what i was born on this earth to do is to connect with as many humans as possible 
and just spread the message of loving yourself as much as possible. That's why I always say I think like I'm we're we're on I'm on this world. I feel like to I do feel something like the company than, that you've joined into unknowingly aligns a lot with how yeah and that's the reason why i love it and that's the reason why i love it is because i'm actually helping people i've had so many jobs where i feel like i've just been scamming people like when i did direct tv salesman that was uh, oh gosh did you hear about the lady like did you hear about that one of my patients or one of our members that we were transporting their family she was going from a far trip and they told her she couldn't come home she had no money, no house. Who she was homeless. She home? The people she was staying with her aunt, or it was just a family thing, right? Wow. But um, it was so sad, and she was homeless, no money or anything. Wow. But that's what happened the Saturday I was driving her. So where? Did but she then go? I, I bought her a hotel room. Wow. Yeah. So I like didn't that. Even know that. Yeah. Wow. So bad for her. It, it it is sad though to see what and also being out here the biggest thing that made me the biggest thing i learned i'd say is perspective perspective yeah. of life you've become super truly grateful. truly oh understanding gosh. what i have i think i've seen that in you from how often you say i love my life now i will say i might not love the work all the time i might be tired but i love my life is that that gratitude yes. you're talking and about and also just being like you have to understand like I've had so many people and it's so heartbreaking when people are like, like when people are like, can you please not leave me here? The last person. Bro, like, that's what I'm talking about. Like the wait, fact wait, that wait, no wait, one, the fact that no, 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 no. They, these companies will leave these patients far away trip. For example, I just drove, I was helping out because we had a super busy week last week, extremely busy, but I was helping out. So you got to get in there and help. But the one guy I took, he, had gotten a he could no longer speak and he had not gotten transportation for like four months to his speech therapy appointment after he got his surgery and he like literally finally we picked him up because we picked him up and because literally this they just leave these people they just say they can't find ways for them and he wrote on there because he couldn't talk like please please don't leave me because everyone has and yada yada it was so sad and then um when he, on his way back, he tried talking, he was expressing himself, but like, God, I was listening to G, like, I don't know, I was having a big moment of my faith, and he wrote something and said, you're the first person that's giving me hope, I really felt like giving up lately, like that, that kind of stuff, is just, wow, but, you that know, emotionally and also, shakes And you. also, I have a newfound love for what music can do, because I was always like, I, I loved music for what it did for myself. But now I've realized I love what it does to other people. I love what it can do. That's what it's all about. You know, there was this one woman I took one day, and you like you could tell that she had been through a hard life. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. When like you, you know she struggled. You know, it's you, and I put on this Bob Dylan song, "Simple Twist of Fate," and it. She started singing her heart out with it and it just it's crazy it just made me feel a different way something you can't express as an, um, a single emotion it's crazy <laughs> i know exactly what you're talking about do you think all the other people that they ride with any other providers it's the same as riding with you guys? no not at all like one of my closest patients gary <laughs> he passed away the last year that was hard i drove oh, him really? to and from his when family did he pass? 
When did he Gary pass? Hardison? He was, it was a guy, but uh, he was. I got. I really got close to him. I was driving him to his cancer treatments for like four months, every single day. His dialysis appointments. He lived right here in Sandwich when we first started our business. So I got close to him. He served in a lot of wars and stuff like that. But it was crazy because I got so attached to him on his final last days. It was like I was in a snowstorm taking him to finally go to the emergency room because he wanted to give up. And then he brought him home and they started hospital. Like it's those kind of things that like make you grow it's so different mm. it's crazy it, it makes you really understand that it's like and every the, time that you're alive and you have all your fingers you have all your you have all your limbs you can see you can hear you, you can taste so happy. you can right. speak it's like why do we make like why do we let these small things and i'm a i'm just as much of a fool for it as well but why do we make you know a big deals about these small little things that are so insignificant absolutely agree I, to, I I couldn't agree more. It's something, the the little things in life don't matter. And a year from now, you're going to forget about everything you complained about f- the, 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 for the whole past year, probably. You know? So what's the point? If you're not going to remember complaining about it, like you, if you remembered it, yeah, you should have probably complained about it. But if you don't remember it, you know, there's no point then. <laughs> you're right. That's a brilliant sentiment, Jake. Do you... What are some bucket list things in your life that you want to do that you haven't gotten to do yet? Oh, I have I, to You've explore. told me of places before and shit. I have there to... has to be things. I have to explore, like, at least all of Europe. <laughs> a good amount of... Mm, I don't even know. Singapore, I would have to go to. Thailand, probably... I want to go to Seattle to open a business. I would also yeah. want to visit... Okay, I want to go on yeah, two other want. trips... An across America trip, yeah. um, and this is just for me. And if if a significant other also liked the Beatles, a whole Beatles trip specifically in 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 the UK that goes to every single spot that is like pertinent to the Beatles, that like where they recorded, where they grew up, where they performed, when they everything. I would just do the whole thing, and yeah. And then if I did that, then I would be like, okay, I'm good. <laughs> I'm, I can if if I did that I'll, I I could honestly you say You could do that from like If there. I could do if I could do that I would then honestly say I would die a happy man. If I honestly I I would truly believe that I would die a happy man. You will have lived the best life. Yes. It's it's so I don't even understand why I love them so much anymore. It's weird. It's just now so ingrained as a part of me now. Like, I feel like they made me evolve the same way that they did. You know? I appreciate Explain them. That. Yeah. Well, I don't <laughs> that's, know. Like, that's a big statement. I, I feel like I initially thought that the Beatles were just something that I liked when I was, like, you know, eight, you know, a, a preteen. That's when I first got into them. And I stopped really listening to them, honestly, for a long time. And then COVID hit. And I just re-fell in love with them again. Because I was able to... I'm going to have to listen to the Beatles. I've never listened to them. <laughs> nah. I just think... I mean, I just I just watched the whole documentary about how music theory-wise, they revolutionized music in terms of popular music. And it's true. Everything that they say. And that's the reason they literally brought together the classical world and the popular world and made a new art form out of it. We've been talking about that a lot with math rock and how we're like, this is like classical music in the modern. Time. It's cl- it's it's modern classical music, 
with, with popular music combined. That's what it is. You know, with the odd time signatures and everything like that. Delta Sleep is excited my about Delta Sleep though is what I'm currently listening to. I've been obsessed all the time. Like I'm 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 currently listening to only them right now. I watch Beatles material, but I don't listen to the Beatles, so that makes any sense. True. Because I just love learning more about them. Like that's also a thing a part of my autism, actually, is that when I love a specific person or anything, I will know everything about them. Everything. And I won't stop you need until to know I everything do. Everything about your work. Right, of course. And I think you've done a great job with that. Let's talk. Go ahead. Let's keep going. Well, with all that said, where do you think you see yourself going now? Well, personally, everything that I've done, I feel like, has always just been right minded, as in the using the right mind, which is the creative side. And I feel like everything that is using the creativeness of my brain, I always loved because I just love how ideas or anything that is, you know, work related to business or work related to music even. I love just or the idea of just or content even creating content like videos or, you know, anything like that. The ideas come having them come out of me. It feels like something someone sent it from a whole nother world and gave it to them and I love have creating something that is my own and I just creating something that is something I can call myself you know not 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 doing something that is someone else's work you know something that I said that you know I did that and I I can put my own name on something you know and to me that is something that is I feel like a lot of people also like doing logical work like programming and stuff like that for a specific that's also though creative in its own right you know but you have to know a lot of math and stuff like that and that's never been my personal <laughs> personal favorite that's for sure but i don't know i just i just love thinking over ideas like thinking about what what to do next for in terms of you know how can we market something better how can we create a video or something that we put on instagram or you know I love thinking over those those things because those like fuel me. I'll, I'll stay up thinking about those things, and I just want to continue just going down the path of what can I do to use my creativity to help better society. You know, it's it, I I feel like anything that we do, anything that we do, I feel like is it always needs to be for the betterment of people. Like if your passion is doing something that harms people to a certain degree, I don't think it's the right job for you. Mm. You know, I feel like that's something that e everyone in this country needs right now. Is someone that is going to help people, you know, not bring people down more, not give them more bad news or whatever. You know what I mean? It's not, it's not the time for that. This is the time for people to, we need to bring people together in this time. Not physically, of course, right now, but, you know, we'll get there. We have to, we have to start treating people like humans again, because I feel like we're treating people like threats almost. Like, oh, that person could have COVID. I should stay away from them. Like, no, like, say hi to your neighbor. Say hi to the person at the grocery store. That's probably it's insane the amount of times I've heard people say, "You're the first person I've talked to in a very long time." Really? Yeah. Yeah, that that's common. 
It's sad. So many people don't talk to anyone anymore. They're like, oh, before COVID hit, I used to go out to the bars every night and stuff like that. And they're like, no, nah, I don't talk to anyone anymore. It's like, I feel like we need to communicate now more than ever. And I feel like even if we can do it in a way that's not through technology, I feel like that would be even better. Because I feel like we're just submitting more to technology in this day and age. And I want to try to get people more in person. I mean, of course, safely for the time being until, you know, procedures and stuff can lighten due to herd immunity. But I feel like that needs to be the next step in order for society as a whole to progress. You know, because technology... Do you think it would be beneficial to now do emails like if, where we just record ourselves and we just send a video in an email attachment? Yeah, we could do virtual e-newsletters. That would be pretty unique. Yeah, virtual e-newsletters would be interesting. Or like, no, just even emails, like when you're communicating with people. Did you guys uh, know I'm still going with the general claim? Again, no one get the general insurance. Switch your policies now to Castilla you're still Shelter. That? Yes. Wow. Switch your policies now to Castilla Shelter. Yep. To Cowbell, Illinois. Coming live. <laughs> <laughs> We're active. We're live. You can switch as soon as June first. Just call us. We will make sure you know everything about your policy. More. So that the things, when those big stresses happen and you need us to be your shelter, you'll know exactly what to do at Castillo Shelter. Nice. Was that on the fly? Good on the cuffs. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah, that was good. That was, that was great. A good ad. Yeah. yeah, thank you, man. <laughs> All right, was cool. Be, I, I do uh, any any other well, sentiments? Just, yeah, like, like what do you really where brilliant. do you see I yourself right now? I think oh, you're I mean you're being amazing, but and I know we're gonna be overwhelming. So let's. What do you see yourself right now? Where do you see yourself in six months? What is really on your heart right now? Oh, that's a good one. Right, I want right in this I, moment. I personally, right now, I want to be absolutely incredible at creating all different types of content, not only for the businesses I work for, but also for my personal life as well as others. And also creating projects that we launch through social media that will be able, that we can actually be able to network with other people using social media. See, that's the thing that I feel like is interesting is social media is a good tool. You guys are gonna be the marketing team. CMO, and you're the assistant CMO. <laughs> Vice CMO. Vice CMO. That's even a thing. Are Why you guys excited? Are you like excited for this I'm year? So like, do, I, do you know what's going to be happening? We have so much going on. I'm I, just even like when we sat down to like figure out tonight what what we're going to be designating as our new fleet design, and really moving forward with our operational procedures. It was so much fun working on that. I I'm can't wait. I'm so excited for people to see what we got rolling out with that. Yeah, that'll be fun. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. But it just seems like every day I just have like all the most insane news every day. So it's just like yeah, no, seriously, it's, it's kind of hard to like even. If react something to exciting it, doesn't I happen in our life, something exciting happens in the world. And if something exciting isn't happening in the world, something exciting happens in our life. Yeah, it seems like it has that pattern. So it's just, it's so hard Life for is me. just it's fun. So hard, it's so hard in for a me sense, to be, um, But it's stressful. Like, I feel like I'm always excited and always stressed at the same time, if that makes any sense. 
Like I feel like I'm old, but I'm stressed in a way that doesn't adulting? consume me. Yeah, yeah I think so. But th- but it just. But also, I feel like this generation, like what my dad was saying on the last podcast, like we've become desensitized to news. For real. Like, like it was so nice to finally have a meeting. Like, dude, the Blue Cross Shield, like, motive care meeting again. I think you're gonna see us in the U.S. big. Holy yeah, how did that crap. go? Really good. Really good. Exactly what I wanted. Exactly what I prepared for. I could have done that meeting three weeks ago if I knew it was going to be that easy. Wow. Well, that's good. Yeah, it's good. I'm glad that it went well. It's 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 just. Uh, I just. I'm just always in a very light-hearted mood now i feel like you know maybe sometimes i'll be a little you know tired or stressed but i feel like everyone gets that way you know yeah it's almost impossible for you not to if you're not getting stressed or <laughs> for real bro for real, for real not, bro you're not working yeah i know you're I know. not working you're not uh fudge it's snowing i don't think we're gonna be running rides tomorrow to be honest you think so not with how hard this stuff's coming down we get nine inches, bro. No way. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be what we're just going to have to see. Well, Johnny, thank you so much, man, for just spending a little bit of your night. It was very nice catching up with you. Yeah, it's been great catching up with you too, Ethan. I'm glad that we could use this time to reflect. Please follow us at The Humanistic Perspective podcast on instagram on spotify on uh, apple YouTube, podcast apple podcast amazon podcast <laughs> and youtube and we're on facebook and we're on facebook at a humanistic perspective podcast this is episode 16 we thank you for joining us on this fine monday and we hope you are rest your week safe if you're out there yeah the for real Yes, please. If you're in Chicago area, I we, we feel for you. St. Louis is bad too. So, all right, we'll catch you guys. Peace, Peace out.